Hello and welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air, your outlet for some guidance and support through the ups and downs of everyday life. This is a series that is in addition to vitamins for breakfast, aiming to still provide you with all you'll ever need to help amplify your life. So welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air. Hello guys, happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of A Dose of Fresh Air. Today's episode, I'm giving you six incredible tools that can help us better understand ourselves. And I say us because I am still actively trying to understand myself. I will not exclude myself from these tools and tips that uh, I'm still using and that I'm still working on to really master and establish. So six incredible tools that help us better understand ourselves. Let's get into it. First one that I have for you is the one that I've been saying over and over again. I made a whole uh, Dose of Fresh Air episode on it. I had a guest on um, Vitamins for Breakfast. I've had quite a few guests actually on Vitamins for Breakfast. Um, But most recently is um, the one that I dropped for season four with Melanie. We're talking about journaling. So journaling is such an incredible way for you to understand yourself. For you to unpack yourself, for you to kind of gather your thoughts, and for you to get a grip on, you know, your mind and and how you think and how you process things. And, you know, essentially, therefore, and understanding yourself and getting to know yourself. Um, And journaling, like I said in, in the episode that I did on journaling on, like I said, Dose of Fresh Air, I talked about how to journal if you're a beginner. Um, It's very simple. You can do a journal entry about wants versus your needs. Like, uh, why specifically do you want these wants that you write down? Like, why do you want to travel? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to help your community? Why do you have these wants, you know? Another thing you can do is, like, gratitude entries. You can, on a daily basis, write a gratitude entry by the end of the day of the things that you're grateful for or you can just simply do a daily wrap-up like a diary just write about what happened throughout the day it really helps you kind of notice things about yourself notice how things make you feel notice how you express yourself and like I said therefore you understand yourself a lot more so the first one is definitely journaling jumping into the second thing which I think this is such an incredible tool that you can use or a tip I guess you can say that a lot of people don't mention is taking solo trips and this doesn't necessarily have to be like pack your bags and take a solo trip like across the country I'm I'm not saying that you don't have to do that but hey if you're big and bold do that I have a cousin who did that and he's currently living in Japan so you know you can you can definitely do that and see how you know that works out for you but if you're not someone who's comfortable with those extremes or you feel like that is an extreme you can do solo trips to the park solo trips to a museum you can actually go and enjoy dinner by yourself you can even go to a movie by yourself just challenge yourself to be in the settings where you're maybe used to having someone next to you or you would feel more comfortable doing them if someone's next to you um and try going by yourself and see how you react see how you communicate with strangers see how you feel that way you start to better understand yourself the things that you prefer in these settings Uh, you prefer to go at the times when there's less people because that makes you feel more comfortable because a lot of people think that's like 
these challenges is for you to just like get through them like just get through them no it's not necessarily about getting through it's not like work work harder it's really work smarter like find what works for you and then do it and use it to your advantage if you're someone who like you when you're traveling alone or you're doing anything you prefer to travel during the the times that there's less people outside or um in the mall you like to go on at like sunday mornings because there's less people there just stuff like that or weekdays probably weekdays are probably less i don't think sunday morning is safe because everyone and their mothers is out there like so maybe not like the weekend but like you know like a monday morning um, stuff like that. So definitely solo trips, whether that be across the country or that be like to your local bar, whatever that may be, uh, challenge yourself to go to those places alone and figure out what works for you and how um, you know you maneuver those situations that make you feel comfortable so that way you better understand what works for you and who you are as a person you might be someone who actually likes the rowdiness it makes you feel alive so maybe those those are the settings you want to go to um, more often or maybe that's something about yourself that you actually like being surrounded by a lot of people you're understanding yourself a little bit more so that's that the third one that I have and listen, I might be wrong in reference to how this is pronounced. I learned this from The Sims. Um, I'm, this has, of course, been out way before The Sims. If you don't know what The Sims are, it's a computer game. It's like a virtual reality computer game. Super dope. I love The Sims. Um, but it's called Primping. And pretty much, I remember I'd play the game and I'd click on Primp. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you click on a mirror and you'd um, put, the, put the action of Primping. And The Sim would talk to itself for for like you know for a while and that would raise up it's like self-love or um confidence stuff like that so I was like oh okay then I started realizing that like in real time when you do do that you do actively speak to yourself in the mirror give yourself maybe daily pep talks when I wake up in the morning the first thing I always say when I'm looking in the mirror I'm like so grateful I get to see another day um you know so blessed you're so blessed, you know, clearly I address it to myself because I'm speaking to myself, but like, you're so blessed, I'm so happy I get to see another day, um, you know, I love you so much, you're so beautiful, just even if you don't feel that way, it's become to a point now that I, I just feel this sense of gratitude when I do practice primping, if it's the, if that's how it's pronounced, I'm sorry, um, but just this, this time that you share speaking to yourself, I think after some time you really do start to fall in love with it because it's, it's, you're sharing that time and that experience with yourself and you start to like notice things about yourself, like how your, you know, your nose might wrinkle when you smile or, you know, the dimples that you didn't really notice. Like I have dimples on my cheeks, which is super strange. Like it's, it's cute to me, you know, but like I have dimples on my cheeks and when I smile or I laugh, like I get the dimples on the side of my, you know, this at the end of my smile and then also on my cheeks a little bit. So I just think it's super interesting to study yourself because a lot of times we spend so much time looking at other people and we don't spend enough time looking at ourselves that's why we have this idea of who we are or who we should be based on everything that we're filtering in from looking at everyone else but if you spend time look at yourself in the mirror more often talk to yourself get to know yourself in that way the better you understand yourself see where i'm going with that <laughs> primping is such a such a important and um 
effective way to really help you on that. I'm going to go ahead and bounce to number four. This one is extremely optional, but I personally love this one. I am that type of person, which is going to be astrology. Um, There are apps nowadays that really make it super easy for you to figure that stuff out. Um, Personally, I have been using CoStar app and the pattern both are super helpful. Both of them really come in handy when I'm confused about myself or I'm trying to understand myself and I don't understand like why do I feel these this way in social settings or why, you know, do I overthink certain things or, you know, why is this not my cup of tea? Why is that not my cup of tea? And it really kind of breaks you down in a way that it's like beyond your control type of understanding. It's like, hey, you know, when you came into this world, your soul and your spirit, you know, during this time, this date and this location, all these things played a major role into why you're this way. So I just feel like it's just another thing that helps us to kind of look at ourselves far beyond just this physical vessel you know because we do all the work like I said like the primping is like you doing that work for the physical aspect of you loving that vessel and establishing what who that who that vessel is but then I think to add on to that it's really good to have that spiritual understanding and connection and it doesn't have to necessarily be astrology um but I do feel like it is extremely helpful for me personally to just understand myself in that way because I feel like there's these other factors about the human experience that we don't necessarily know of and to me astrology is one of those forms that it's a lot bigger than us um and I like to incorporate it into my process of understanding myself like I said completely optional if that's not something you necessarily want to go with that you can definitely skip over to um tool number five or tip number five which is family ties and this can really be connected to that concept that I was sharing with the astrology of like um you know spirituality and things that are beyond you it can be family ties your ancestors you know people that existed before you way before you that have influenced you know how you are and how um you function in this in this reality now that you're living it so I would say definitely do some digging into your family's history, like figure out what your great great grandma or grandpa was like, figure out, you know, what they did, what type of um, what type of things motivated them, what did they love to do? A lot of things that I realized within my um, family ties is music and um, a lot of a lot of my family were were very passionate about like opera and just singing and I've always loved singing when I was a child I've lost touch with that but I realized that um I love music I cannot live without music like to me I have to listen to music at least like once a day and it's like I'm the type of person that can be excessive with the the amount of music that I listen to but I really do love music and I and I take you know a step back to understand like where does that come from like why do I have such a big passion for music and um studying the family ties really does help me kind of get an understanding on that oh okay like you know we have a history of being involved in music loving music loving to sing stuff like that so uh, the the older I become the more I explore that because like I said it's something that was just like something I felt as a child and it kind of just dulled down the older I became 
And then now that I'm an adult, when you want to do things where you really want to understand yourself, because like I said, I feel like a lot of us now are really seeking to understand ourselves and we're, you know, willing to accept almost anything and everything to try to get that to happen. Um, But I feel like a lot of it is very rooted in your family ties as well. So I don't think you have to necessarily look so far. Um, So definitely if you want to even go the extra step of doing the DNA kits where you can figure out, you know, where your ancestors are from and um, maybe learn about the countries when, when you get your results back and the tribes that they were a part of. And I just think that it's super rewarding and you may be understanding who you are, you know, why you have these values, why do you care so much about certain things, you know, definitely something to, to consider moving right along. Um, tip number six, which is the last one, <laughs> cause I'm giving you guys six incredible tools and tips. I don't know how to, whatever, you know, I mean, tools, tips, same thing. Um, and so number six is meditation. Listen, I know meditation can be scary when you just hear it. I just think there's a stigma against meditation. Like, I think people think that, like, it's bullshit because they can never actually sit in silence. Like, ah, meditation doesn't work. Like, I sit and I and I try to sit in silence and my mind keeps talking to me. And I end up having a thousand conversations with myself until I'm just like, man, forget this. And end up just giving up on the whole thing. Listen, I need people to understand that meditation is a practice. It does not happen in a week. It doesn't happen in a month. It is something that is going to be ongoing. You are forever going to be trying to master that. And it will never be necessarily perfect because you're always evolving as a person. So just let go of this idea that it's like you just close your eyes and everything just goes silent. It's not It's not necessarily the truth and it's not going to necessarily happen. It's not going to happen fast either. So what happens usually is when you meditate, the more and more you do it, the more the conversations that you keep hearing uh, start to dull down because naturally you start to become fed up with yourself. It's like at this point, I'd rather silence than listen to this freaking conversation over and over again. It's almost like when you're in a relationship with someone and the person just keeps talking about themselves. Talk- naturally, after some time, you're going to be like, man, you're boring me. I'd rather be single. I'd rather be alone because <laughs> being with you is a fucking drag. Okay, so it's the same thing. It's just a relationship with yourself. Um, You know, those conversations that you have with yourself, you you meditate, you know, do it for at least a month. And like the chatter starts to become maybe not as much, but maybe the conversations are different. Maybe you're talking about different things now. Um, Maybe you're um, silencing it more. Maybe it doesn't come in as frequently, but meditation is just really allowing that chatter to just go off until it gets tired of itself. And you start to really learn to appreciate silence because meditation just really teaches you a lot about appreciation, um, to really be in that moment, to really just, um, be super centered and, and, and aware of yourself. So I think that it, it's something that will definitely help you to understand yourself because you have to pay your force. You are literally forced to have to sit with yourself and listen to the conversations as they happen. No matter how weird and strange these conversations may be or uncomfortable, you are forced to have to deal with them and let them pass by and not hold on to any of them because ideas are just ideas and they are passing along through all of us. We are all sharing a space here. We're all inter-exchanging energy. It's just what it is. So you just have to let them pass, let them pass, 
don't hold on to any of them don't hold truth to any of them until the they just don't become interesting anymore or the conversations like i said just start changing you start hearing maybe more positive things coming into your into your mind like instead of you talking about like i hate you know people who walk slow on the street you know people just walk that lady today got me so mad like how can you walk that fucking slow on the fucking street you know and then you know it might change after a month of practicing to like i'm so happy that today you know um, I was able to help that lady down, down, like up the stairs or something, you know, like you'll start to pay attention to different things in your day versus like the negative things that happen in your day, if that makes sense. Um, and if, you know, you're having a little bit of difficulty, I would definitely say try a guided meditation. I have a guided meditation on this, um, series that you can check out, or you can just go on YouTube, find a guided meditation of your liking and just use it you have that have that little support um in the for the time being and if you never manage to really be able to do it on your own at least you know you're understanding yourself in that way and that you kind of like support so you like the support of a guided meditation own that shit don't try to own things that you're not because the masses are telling you that if it's not done this way then you shouldn't do it at all or you're doing it wrong like that's bullshit how you just how you dress up your life and you make it work for you so long as it's working for you it does not matter if it isn't aligned with everyone else's rubric and guidelines as to how it worked for them you make it work for you like i said it is not about working harder it is about working smarter okay And if, again, meditation is not working for you, then maybe you can try yoga. Yoga is a really great way of you challenging yourself, pushing yourself, your mental capacity. Because a lot of people think yoga is like strictly physical. There's a lot of physical to it, but it's really mental. I have a whole post on my blog about when I went to, to a yoga class and I was super intimidated at first. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily intimidated at first. I was intimidated once the class began because I had done yoga before, but I had not done it with this instructor who was really, you know, just going like as if this was an advanced class. And I was like, oh my God, what the heck did I walk myself into? What did I sign myself up to do? So I spent so much time panicking that I was starting to mess up on the poses and my mind was really testing me until I really had to like get a grip of that voice and say, I am here for this experience. If I do not manage to complete every single pose, it is okay because at least I am showing up and I'm trying. And then I started to ease. I started to ease off that pressure. My foot was on the gas when it, like, if that gas pedal had like a, a text over it, it would say pressure because I was hitting that pressure pedal like to the max. Like my foot was through the ground because I was just like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Concerned of what people were thinking about me because I, I wasn't like, you know, physically you know aesthetically looking like them but then I just was like man there's big people who do yoga they do it it is it's, it's not about you know how you look it is about how you feel mentally what can you set as your limitations what do you set as your limitations and then that's how you really start to understand yourself what your limits are what your boundaries are what you're willing to do what you're not willing to do who you are how you feel understand how you um look to the world and start to appreciate how you look um 
involve a little bit of astrology in there, like I said, to kind of see what are the spiritual things that have influenced you as well, so you can understand yourself a little further, your ancestors, your family ties, um, writing down, journaling, taking trips. Uh, like I said, it can be local, but if you can go across country, go across country, do a solo trip. All these things like together, mashed up together, will definitely help you understand yourself more. So that way you can be kinder to yourself. And for you to understand that you're not so different after all. As different as you think that you are. You know, you're very, very normal. And the normal that is on your scale and on your terms, okay? You know, stop comparing your normal to somebody else's normal. Like I said, that primping really comes um, into play with that because if you spend more time also looking at yourself, appreciating yourself, you won't compare yourself so much to other people because now you're dedicating more time, like more screen time, like I say, because your life is a movie. You know, your eyes are your lenses and they're recording everything for you. So, you know, fill that fill that movie up with, with a little bit more of you in there. Um, and I definitely want to wrap up by saying that with all of this that I said, all these tips and these tools, you have to also accept that you are constantly evolving. You are always changing. You're always reinventing yourself and all these things that you might apply, all these tips, you, they might work for you for a set amount of time. And then you start evolving and you start changing and realizing I'm a little different. I thought I understood myself, but I now realize that I'm more like this and that's okay. You are not like a stain a, this permanent thing that that like you just can't get out it just has to stay this way it's permanent you are evolving you are a human and humans evolve you're going you're growing old every day so use that as your example that you know even who you are within is also going to grow and mature and age and change so don't you know hold so tight to to yourself once you feel like wow I did all these things and I feel like I finally understood myself don't hold on so tightly to that you know take all that information with with you know just um a humbling heart that you know you got you got to know yourself at that point in your life but be willing and super and super willing did I say willing already be be super willing and be super accepting of the new you as as it emerges because it will and you will constantly change and embrace that new you as it comes in with your new thought process new feelings towards things you know be super kind to yourself and honor yourself in every chapter of your life and honor your pace whether you feel like it's slow or fast honor it and you'll be fine man you will be fine okay trust me Shayla got you. When I tell you I got you, I understand you. I got you and I understand you. All of that. <laughs> You're going to be fine, okay? So go ahead and give me that nice woosah. Woosah. And uh, if you haven't already also started listening to Vitamins for Breakfast, Season 4 dropped last Friday. Episode 1 is out now, dropping another episode this Friday. Every Friday I drop an episode on there for Vitamins for Breakfast until the season is over. So definitely check that out as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will check you guys out next week, next Tuesday. I love you guys.